I forgot What's that the... we uh, we do this every week. I know. It's really, it's too much. <laughs> it's quite the commitment. What's the thing that she says in Mean Girls? Where yes, what day it is? On Wednesdays we were pink? No. Hold on, I'm going to find this information. Fetch isn't going to happen, Gretchen. <laughs> you can't make Fetch happen. It's not going to happen. October 3rd is famously Mean Girls Day because have you seen the movie i have many times okay there's the scene it's like a montage when she's talking to aaron samuels and she says on october 3rd he asked me what day it was and then she just says it's october 3rd great scene that's some that's some team <laughs> rating right there i do sure. like that scene all right because right, well, you love snl that's why you've i also just like times. tina fey in general <laughs> And it's also just a funny movie, Chris. I'm more than just a few key plot points in my life. Have you um, seen 30 Rock? I've seen bits and pieces, but never the full thing. That's crazy. I know. You know. It's like, that's the whole thing. What is? Is that it's like about SNL. Like it's inspired, I assume, by her experiences. Who? Tina Fey. I'm just messing with you, Chris. I'm yanking your chain. <sighs> I hope that wasn't too loud. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Uh, should we start the episode? <laughs> that's that's how you know a cold opening has really run its course. When someone just says, let's start the episode. And speaking of starting episodes, we're about to do that right now with another high floor, low ceiling. Ever the professional, you gotta you gotta get that segue in there. And welcome to High Floor, Low Ceiling, the sports podcast you are listening to now. Griffin, you alluded to it in our opening. It's our birthday. Go shorty. Did it's I allude to it in our opening? I thought you did. I did. Maybe not. that was before we started recording. Yeah. Griffin, I have a brand new thing to raise with you. <laughs> it's our birthday. Go shorty. (laughs) It is our birthday, Chris. October 1st, 2021. We uploaded our first ever episode. Um, And then, of course, this is coming out September 30th. October 1st was a Saturday this year. We didn't want to upload on a Saturday. I guess that means we uploaded our first ever episode on a Friday. Oh, I guess. Is that how it works? Uh, Yeah, it moves forward one day every year. Except for leap years when it moves two days forward. Is that true? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, Mother Gaia is so beautiful. True. Uh, we're learning a lot here on High Floor, Low Ceiling. Uh, Chris, it is our birthday, as we just said, and I go think... Go Shorty. Go Shorty. Uh, I think <laughs> that's our, our episode title. <laughs> you ever seen Get Shorty? No. Me neither. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Chris, I have it in our notes here that I wanted to thank our listeners uh, at some point. I think we should start with that right off the top. Uh, That's true. I was about to say, where would we be without our listeners? But I realized that we would probably still be doing this. True. Yes, we do do this only for ourselves and no one else. But no, that's not, we we appreciate our listeners very deeply. We Did do, you yes. want to do a check-in on... The global statistics, Griffin, since we are talking about our wonderful listeners who, 
hail from many parts of the globe. That they uh, do. The, for example, the Midwest. Of course, they we were do sort have. of our. We're sort of like a Republican senator. That the Midwest is really where our base comes from. Yeah, there's not actually uh, a lot of people there, but it gives us a disproportionate uh, amount of power <laughs> in the podcasting community. Our beloved Midwest listeners, we love you guys. We've been neglecting you lately. Um, But Mm -hmm. first thing I just wanted to say is obviously last week was our big return and you guys welcomed us back in abundance. Uh, We got lots of listens on last week's episode, especially in the like the first two days. We got a bunch of listens. So you guys must have missed us. Thank you very much. Uh, We missed you. And just before we get into the countries here, Chris, I just wanted to. Sorry? You're such a crying. I am. I am tearing up a little bit. Um, no, not actually. Just contact contact lens life. You know how it is. Do you? I don't. I You're only a glasses, glasses person. I got new glasses. Thank you for noticing. I but go on with your little thing. <laughs> I, I'm looking at the stats. Um, no, yeah, I just want to thank uh, those listeners who have been there from day one. There have been a few mm-hmm. Chris who have really been with us uh, throughout this entire ride. A friend Super of the show, listeners. Victoria. Great Absolutely. listener. Uh, Carlton Ravens legend Phil Aoki love Phil I want to give a shout out to uh, Emilio Diaz a big fan of the show talks about it a lot is always uh, excited when a new app drops so shout out to Emilio as well yeah I also want to give a shout out to a couple people uh, my girlfriend Sarah she's a big fan I appreciate that Uh, it's Are warms you my sure heart she's a big fan she tells me she is so I'm just gonna which house go is her favorite it. sorry which host is her favorite? She's never told me that. Um, hmm. But okay. uh, also... And what's her situation? Her situation... Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Uh, maybe I should stop letting her listen to the podcast. I'll tell her just, I'll tell her we're retired. Give her the version that's just your audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris quit. Um, and That'd yeah, be a good product name. Chris quit? Chris quit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris crispy gone yeah <laughs> Chris destroy kill her she's dead <laughs> that's a good uh, idea <laughs> wow we're, we're really someone's gotta be ready these down we're in the rip zone yeah uh also big shout out to my friend Zach my dad also longtime listeners I appreciate you guys tuning in every week as well um very much but so yes, we have two new countries Chris countries Chris uh, this has been, I, I like that we're celebrating our birthday with a deranged opening segment. Um, what do you mean? We are going to the east. We now have less than 1% of our listeners from Indonesia. Hello. And also less than 1% of our listeners from the great country of Japan. Wow. Shout out to my Asian homies. So yes, we're we're expanding. We're heading out to the Pacific. Oh, yeah, our Pacific expansion product is working beautifully. Um, since we're talking about this, and since you mentioned your dad, I did want to say uh, shout out to my mom. She texted me last week, and I'll quote verbatim here. I've been listening to a few HFLC episodes. When you say to like it, where do you do that? <laughs> and I realized I did not have an answer for her. <laughs> um but I, I've, I guess on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, what do people use for podcasts? Well, Chris, um, according to this, 39% of our listeners listen on Spotify and okay. 29% use Apple Podcasts. 
Okay, well, perfect. So give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, or I believe you can rate on Spotify as well. So be sure to do that. Give us if there's more. If you can do more than five, if they let you do that, otherwise just do five. I think. Yeah, I mean, if there if there's a sixth star out there, then please throw Dave that Meltzer. our way. Uh, but if not, I think it's mostly five. But yes, a big shout out to Sharon House and Jan, famously a uh, former follower of the week here on High Floor Low Ceiling. Absolutely. We gotta get back to follower of the week. Uh, um, if I ever posted to our Instagram account, maybe we'd get more <laughs> followers and then we could have follower of the week. Well, it is what it is. Well, shout out to all of our followers. We and adore our each and every one of you and our listeners and our viewers if you're uh, following us on TikTok. Uh, yeah, we, we love you guys, uh, and we're very consumers. grateful that you you spend a week, or you spend an nope. hour every week <laughs> listening to us ramble on about God knows. Well, speaking of God knows, Griffin, you have a, oh, you, wait, you have a few things written down here. Um, Got a couple intangibles wanna, I want to get to, yeah. You wanted to talk about sports apps, and this is one that I wholeheartedly agree with. Uh, Yeah, just I've got it right here in the note, Chris. This is basically all there is to it. Stop giving me game notifications about preseason games. I've got lots of notifications turned on across lots of different apps. Every time there's a goal in a Leafs game, I get like six different notifications. My whole family mocks me for it. Um, But the problem is, is that they do this for preseason games as well and it's very annoying no one cares about the preseason i'm sitting here chris i'm a big sports fan you're a big sports fan no one cares who's scoring in the preseason three quarters of time it's not even someone you've ever heard of uh stop doing it just give me the regular season and playoffs i don't want the preseason notifications cut it out i feel like the nhl specifically places so much weight on preseason like and it's not like it's not even that anyone cares. It's that like the press surrounding it is so severe. And obviously, our view is skewed being Canada. But like when like the day that training camp started, I saw so much stuff. It was like, oh, the Oilers—they're in training camp. You can see them skating. <laughs> and it's like that times or what? Six Canadian, five Canadian teams. How many yeah, Canadian teams? Are seven. There? Six. Seven. Seven. Okay, here I go. I'm gonna name them all. You got the Canucks. You got the Oilers. You got the Flames. Flames. You got the Jets. Jets. I realize me repeating them is not helpful. Senators and the Leafs. And, of course, our dear old eponymous Canadians. There you go. Seven for seven Seven? with no hesitation. That's crazy. I think it was our seventh birthday. Well, I guess Toronto is west of Ottawa. Anyways. Um, Wait. Is that right? (laughs) Toronto is west of Ottawa. Yes. All right. But yeah, preseason doesn't matter. Training camp, no one cares. And it's always just like hockey is back. Fire emoji, fire emoji. Yeah. Cash it's like bag emoji. <laughs> sure. It's like this year we actually want to win the championship. That's pretty interesting, right? Well, that's we just had NBA media day. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Just like, oh, great press conference from DeMar DeRozan. He really seems focused <laughs> this year. <laughs> oh, you want to improve this year? That's interesting. <laughs> Um, uh, the are, the other. Do you think we're lashing out because we didn't get invited to media day for any NBA team? That's true. Uh, shout out to I saw a bunch of a a bunch of Raptors Republic uh, my my homies uh, out there at media day. Lewis Satsman, Oren Weisfeld, Samson Folk. Uh, the whole group was well represented. So shout out to them for uh, getting on that media beat. That's crazy. Uh, and Griffin, 
not to bring up another intangible, but you were at a major sporting event as well, kind of. Today? <laughs> yeah, it was today, right? It was today, yeah, Chris. I got uh, to witness Toronto FC practice or training, as those uh, soccer heads out there call sure. it. I'll be covering covering the uh, TFC versus Inter-Miami game tonight, if you're listening to listening wow. to this on the day it comes out, or uh, last night or last Friday night, if you're listening to it after that. So be sure to try and track down my article. I will have written one about what I'm Katie sure Perry would be proud. was a great game. Um. What other? What else did we have here? Uh, I, I want Katy Perry would be proud. Katy Perry would be proud about last Friday night. Last Friday night, there it is. I was thinking firework. Because um, <laughs> you, hey, you're doing some firework over at the oh. Friends. <laughs> uh, I um, want to give a quick shout out to Malika Andrews and related in relation to her Ime Udoka coverage last week, specifically on first take or whatever the hell that show is called uh shout out malika you deserve better than having to deal with the people that you got to deal with on espn so uh great takes keep it up however espn love the company would love to do some work for you if you want to invest oh, yeah. in hflc yeah uh, um, an espn product hflc <laughs> that'd be perfect i, think I can, can push really, anything disney we can change the company from within is how i feel <laughs> Yeah, I think um, so. We Griffin, can fix another... <laughs> Sure. Interesting that you assume the company's a man. No, that's uh... a, like a famous thing. Like you see it on Twitter. <laughs> like I could fix him. I could fix her. So I could have said her. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Griffin, another big piece of news coming out today. The NFL Pro Bowl canceled. They canceled oh stamp. They, they, uh, they came for the Pro they Bowl. Got, yeah, they got another one. Um, <laughs> the Pro Bowl game is no more. They're just going to do the the skills challenges that they, I think, have been sort of trying to push a little more the last couple of years. And then there will be a flag football game. I mean, first of all, do you care at, at all? Uh, I don't really care, but I do have to give a tip of the cap. For, to a company for actually saying like hey like no one likes this let's actually try something new and different like let's actually try and change it let's just not keep doing the same thing over and over so uh tip of the cap to the nfl which i'm just giving out all the time you know constant tips <laughs> of the cap to the nfl yeah you love their behavior yeah we all love the national football league um yeah i mean it feels like something that they by they, I mean sports leagues, have been trying a lot more in the last, like, five years. I feel like there is a little more willingness to experiment and do unique things. It feels like, to me at least. Yeah, uh, the this uh, TikTok age that we're in, I think. That's what you got to blame. <laughs> the changing demographics. Or not blame. Guess... <laughs> Credit. Credit. Um, is. Sure, yeah. I mean, again, like, I guess... No, the Pro Bowl really doesn't have any, like, it's not even like I'm watching a two-minute YouTube video of them throwing the footballs or whatever. Like, like with the with the All-Star Weekend for the NBA, I'm like, I'll at least watch, like, a two-minute video of someone shooting a bunch of three-pointers or the best dunks or whatever. I don't know that there's a way to make the Pro Bowl good. Yeah, that might... Uh... Be gone. I don't know. I like, like the, have you ever fun. watched the like quarterback accuracy thing? That's kind of fun. I get a kick yeah. out of that. They're throwing the footballs. 
Yeah, there you go. They're hitting the targets. Um, Absolutely. Sometimes they don't, but sometimes they do. Uh, Griffin, the other thing you wanted to talk about, there are a couple of major home run hunts uh, in the in MLB this season, not really the MLB, everyone will get mad. Um, did you know, Griffin, I'm going to find the, uh, I'm going to quote the athletic article I was reading here, but uh, Albert Pujols and Aaron Judge, of course, the two milestoners, you know, <laughs> oh. it's like, it's, what is it, freaking April 20th that they're hitting this milestone? Uh, Albert Pujols hit his 700th home run. The Blue Jays seem to be doing everything in their power to prevent Aaron Judge from hitting his 61st and 62nd home runs of the season. Roger Maris um, Jr. continues to be held hostage by the New York Yankees <laughs> organization. Mr. Judge's legacy shirt is getting really smelly. But did you know, Griffin, since July 5th, Albert Pujols has hit... 318, 377 on base percentage, 671 slugging with a 189 WRC plus. I'm reading from a, a Ringer article here. One which has made him is crazy. Which has made him the best hitter in baseball, other than Aaron Judge, on a per plate appearance basis. Like I knew he was hitting like a lot of home runs because we were just hearing about them. Like it it felt like he was hitting them like in very quick succession. But he has been, like, one of the best hitters in baseball, granted as, like, a platoon DH. But still, like, yeah. that's crazy. I mean, yeah, when you're however old he is, I think over 40, platoon DH is about what you're going to get. Uh, so, yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, it's like we all saw David Ortiz a few years ago have that, like, ridiculously good retirement season. Maybe this is just the trend now, guys. Future Hall of Famers saying, you know what, I'm going out on top. Uh, so big shout out to the poo hole. Um, I don't, I don't want to sully his (laughs) achievement. Big shout out to the machine. Sure. Uh, loved him for a while now. Uh, but yeah, Chris, just speaking of those home run celebrations, I just wanted to pose a question to you. If you were to catch Albert Pujols' 700th home run, Aaron Judge's 61st home run, Aaron Judge's 62nd home run, what would you do with the baseball? Okay, I actually do have a take on this. Oh boy! Uh, the the fan, you should give it back, but the fan should not be expected to give the ball for free because a the ball is extremely valuable, like objectively, and b the organization can just pay. Like really, the Yankees can't afford to pay like a hundred thousand dollars just to give a random number for like Aaron Judge's 60th home run like it shouldn't be on it shouldn't be on the player and it shouldn't be on the fan to to give it to them for free like the organization should just come in right away and be like bare minimum $100,000 and season tickets i think that is like a, that's a that's a starting point for like yeah. basically tickets anything. for life i think tickets for life is a reasonable <laughs> ask for yeah and i'm not i'm not even talking about like 60 or 61 or 62 like those you're exponentially going up, especially like 62 is crazy. I'm starting at a million dollars. You start for the 60 second home run ball. You're starting at a million dollars. Cause yeah. like some you crazy know, Yankee fan out there would give you a million dollars. If you put it up for auction today, it would sell for like $5 million. 
Damn. I, I say, I, I think I would be like, let's, let's say I could get just for a number. Let's say I could get 500,000 for this baseball. You give me 400,000 and give 100,000 to the Yankees Foundation or whatever the Yankees organization is, which is just like kind of the Yankees itself. So maybe I would pick a different charity, but uh, that way you and lifetime passes. That way you become like the ultimate good person hero. And uh, yeah, and also, yeah, I would want Aaron Judge or Albert Pujols to get the ball eventually. But I don't think it should be just for like an autographed T-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Like, I heard people like they're like, oh, like you know, they're going in the clubhouse. They get to shake Aaron Judge's hand. They get signed bats or whatever. It's like that's all cool. Okay, that's oh, it's very cool. But like even even just for like for you getting it, you should be you should be giving them that, and you should and then the organization should be paying. Um. I'm, there's actually just an article about this today with the New York Times called Aaron Judge Inc. about uh, sort of who's making money off this whole enterprise. Mm. And David Kohler, the president and founder of SCP Auctions, estimates that uh, Home Run 61 could fetch 250000 or more. Number 62 could bring $1 million or more. Jeez. And the last home... He says, I feel his last home run could be worth upwards of a million dollars. I don't know if that means the last home run of his career or the I last think he home means run of, his season. of this season, like whichever right. sets the new record. Right. Um. So, yeah. I'd take it. Yeah, I think let's start at a million, and then it's like you get to have it, you get to control it. Like, There's so many benefits to just the organization having possession of the ball. So just pay a million. Yeah. You're the Yankees. Not, you have a million. That's... <laughs> Baseball's doing well. You got, you got money pouring out of your pockets. You're giving freaking Andrew Benintendi. You can't <laughs> can't garnish Andrew's wages. <laughs> Pay me a million. Um, Griffin, how long have we been recording? A uh, good long time. We're at 23 minutes, but you know, Love this it. is a this is a birthday episode. We can yeah, be a little we, we bit might go of... a little. We might go a little over this episode. Sure, get excited. Um, you have a mega segment. <laughs> well, I just written. thought all of our segments today would be birthday related, Chris. This is, after all, our first birthday. Um, you have a you have a brand Nicholson segment. I think we do have a brand Nicholson segment here today. Uh, big and shout out. I would also like to propose that since you here, it's a mega segment. I'd like to propose that it's a, a meg seg. A brand this brand new. This brand Nucleson segment happens to be a Meg Seg. Um, <laughs> I feel like that inevitably ends in someone saying Smeg. Well, this uh, is a family show. Exactly. But no, Chris, uh, it is our first birthday. So, I mean, what's the thing that happens on your birthday? You get presents. Of course. Uh, so presents of your family. Of course, that's the best present is the presents. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know what? We're We're not... We're two pretty selfless people, I think. We're beloved podcast hosts. We're in a position to give. Uh, So we thought we would take some gift ideas that normally we would be getting for our first birthday celebration, and instead we would give them out to people in the sports world. Uh, I love love it when we give things to people in the sports world. We 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 truly do love to give give gifts. Yeah, this is a slightly convoluted segment concept, but basically 
we are giving first birthday presents to various athletes and uh, sport-related individuals. Why don't you give us a great example? Uh, I see you have a misspelling here, so I'm just going to correct that. Give us an example of what you have for a first birthday gift, Griffin. Well, Chris, uh, one thing that I think would be a great gift to give on your first birthday would be give the little one-year-old a little onesie. Babies, very cute in onesies. Uh, So, of course, we are not receiving, we are giving. So I'm gifting a onesie to Kyler Murray, the pint-sized quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. (laughs) This is mostly based in the... uh, in this one tweet that I saw, I'm not sure if you saw this tweet, Chris, that uh, Kyler Murray runs like a toddler who has stolen his parents' phone. And that tweet changed my life. I cracked up. I will never be able to see Kyler Murray the same way again. Uh, I analyzed it. I theorized that it's because he doesn't really pump his arms when he's running. He like swings them side to side like a toddler (laughs) does. So uh, yeah, to Kyler Murray, you're getting a onesie for High Floor Low Ceilings first birthday. Um, that reminds me of. Have you seen that video where the the kids running around with the knife? Oh, outside the outdoor pool. Yeah, yeah. That's that's also what it made me think of. Um, Griffin, I am going to give a gift. I am going to give a well. You know, kids love toys, famously. Uh, Santa wouldn't exist without that concept. And so I am going to give uh, a very popular, you know, you get a lot of vehicles, you get a lot of toy cars. I'm going to give a toy plane to Shea Gilgis Alexander because he is going to be flying on out of Oklahoma City this season sometime. Now, is this related to recent uh, rumors that the Raptors are monitoring his situation, quote unquote? Perhaps, but I just, it feels like the clock is ticking on his time with the Thunder. Do you agree with this assessment? Uh, I can't say that I really do agree with this assessment. I was caught pretty by surprise when I saw Josh Lewinberg's report yesterday that the Raptors are monitoring that situation. This might be one of those cases of Shea Gilgis-Alexander being older than I think he is. I am Googling him as I vamp. He's not that old. He is 24. He recently turned 24. So, yeah, I don't see why 24 is so young still. I feel like everything in the NBA has been accelerated too much lately. Uh, People are expecting guys to be all NBA by the time they turn 20, and if they aren't, they're busts, and you're supposed to win a ring by the time you're 22. Shea, as far as I'm aware, like, Oklahoma City's positioned for the future. He's going to be a big part of it. I'm not sure why they would be moving him. I guess the arguments to move him would be he has a, a large contract, five years, $173 million that kicks in this year. He's going to be making $40 million. Now, granted, it is a five-year contract, so that has value in and of itself. But with them clearly wanting to be penny pinchers in terms of uh, their roster, if you look at their roster the last couple of years, um, I think that they, he just, it, I agree with you. It's sort of, nebulous how well he fits their timeline my thinking is basically like he kind of is what he is i put it this way i don't think his value is going to get any higher than it is right now and i don't think that he really figures that closely into like their long-term future like three years from now say 
That's fair, but can the Raptors fit a $40 million contract? They could, I'm sure. Um, it would probably involve losing like multiple significant pieces. I don't know how great I would feel about a trade, but he he just seems like a guy who like it doesn't quite fit the way that they have sort of like worked everything out. It feels like they are like he's like almost their Drew Holiday. I know Drew Holiday was a little older, but you know, when the Sixers were rebuilding, it was like they have this one good player, Drew Holiday. And then they also but then they're also like taking part in this tanking project. And so it maybe made more no, Drew Holiday had was traded in his age twenty three season. So it's the same thing. Hmm. Like he had been an all star the previous year. He was young and up and coming. He didn't really fit their timeline. So they traded him. Obviously, I think that probably turned out to be the right decision in the long term. Uh, even though apparently, if they'd kept him a few years, they could have traded him for much more. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that he just he doesn't quite fit, and so they and he sort of is what he is, and so they'd rather divest themselves now and just redirect that towards trying to find their their superstar, which I don't think they quite have yet. Yeah, well. Chris, I do agree with that, so I can see why we're giving Shy Gilgis Alexander our toy plane. Um, I guess for our next gift, uh, a stroller, a great thing to give a young family who has a one-year-old baby. Uh, so for our That's stroller us. gift, that is the us. Podcast we, is kind of our baby. Yeah, be co-parent. Our, I like that. I like that. Um, you're sort of the absentee cold distant parent well i'm the one who uh loves and is filled with warmth and checks where all of the uh nationalities of all of our babysitters are from um okay (laughs) bragging about checking the nationalities of your babysitters it's just out of a curiosity (laughs) Uh, please please griffin who are you giving your stroller to uh, I'm giving my stroller, speaking of nationalities, to Luka Doncic, the <laughs> Serbian superstar. Um, That's not even right. He, the Slovenian superstar? I believe he is Slovenian, yes. Right. <laughs> Got to mix it up with Jokic for a second. Yeah. Um, yes, because Luka very famously has to carry the rest of the Dallas Mavericks with him wherever he goes. So I think a stroller is perfect. You stick Christian Wood in there. You stick, I don't know, J.J. Barea in there. Um, <laughs> I don't believe he's probably still kicking around with the Mavericks. <laughs> he could be. Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. Dorian uh, Finney-Smith. Daily perfect. Fantasy himself. Um, um, so yeah, a stroller for Luka Doncic. Fantastic, Griffin. Uh, I sense that <laughs> this segment is already running long, even in its infancy. Um, Speaking of I, which, it's our first birthday. Our infancy? Yeah. Sure. Um, I, Griffin, you know, we said we were going to give gifts to other people, but I'm going to treat myself a little here. <laughs> I am going to give one of those toy balls that have like little like rubber spikes on them you know oh yeah like sort of a sensory ball is what i have written here and That's i'm going to give it to of myself the ball brothers sure La sensory I'm gonna... ball. 
I am going to give it to myself while I watch the Toronto Maple Leafs during the regular season just so I can feel something because it none of it matters. They are like beyond the freezer. They are like, remember when uh, in Monsters Inc. when they go through the door and they end up in Antarctica or whatever, they like on top of Mount Everest and they meet the Yeti. Yeah, that's like where the Maple Leafs are right now. They are the entire regular season, I think. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, I guess, like, some minor playoff seeding things might matter, but, like, how can... As as a fan, I'm not a Maple Leaf fan. How can you work yourself up to, like, feel any way about this team at all? Like, positive or negative, really? No, yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that will, like, matter is if they're bad. Like, I guess, Like, if they're yes. bad and, like, not really competing for a playoff spot. Like, I think that if I... I expect that the Leafs will be, like, in the hunt for first place in the Atlantic again and maybe, like, a President's Trophy. That's what I was going to say is if they were President's Trophy winners, it wouldn't matter. No, no, none of it matters. They're, like, they're they're way in the back corner of the freezer. They've been there for a while. They're covered in freezer burn. you got to chip away just to see what the oh. package says. But it's a Tuesday night and you haven't been grocery shopping in a week, so you you got to heat it up. Uh, and you get a power outage, so you're like they they got moldy, but then they got frozen again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's where where I'm at with the Maple Leafs right now, and it sounds like you agree with me. I do agree with you, Chris. I was having that same thought. Uh, we might have time for one more first birthday gift here. Uh, you had one more, Chris, that you said you would explain to me on the air. So why don't you hit me with that one? Sure. I had uh, a a balance bike. There's a specific type of bike brand that I was looking at when I was Googling first birthday gifts that I can't find now. But basically, they do make bikes for one-year-olds is what I have learned. And I'm going to give that to Russell Wilson because he is lacking in some stability right now. We talked about the Denver Broncos. We talked about them not really... uh, Certainly not living up to expectations so far. Uh, very, very shaky, you could say. <laughs> and so I what I really think is Russell Wilson, He's even if he's not the same guy he was, he, I think he's better than what he's shown. And so I think he just needs a little bit of stability. He needs to, you know, learn how to pedal again. And then he'll be, if not off to the races, at least, you know, riding on his own. And so I'm giving Russell Wilson this balance bike for for until like week seven, and then he can maybe learn to win some games on his own. Well, that I like Chris here's hoping that Russell Wilson can get on the bike, figure things out, and really guide the Broncos. Ride the bike, ride a Bronco. I don't know. Sure, save a horse, <laughs> ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that'll do it for our first birthday party. Uh, Thank you all Mm -hmm. for coming. Uh, But please stick around because after this, uh, you know, at a birthday party, an old classic is cake. We've got a high floor, low ceiling, old classic coming up as we continue to celebrate our first birthday right here on high floor, low ceiling. And welcome back to high floor low ceiling chris you said that was my birthday gift (laughs) i did you getting to do the famous 
infamous uh, HFLC transitions. Well, I, I felt uh, the weight of the world on my shoulders as I was doing them. And, you know, Griffin, that's one of the classic bits of our podcast, you could say. And speaking of classic elements of our podcast, we have devised something truly outrageous this week. Uh, <laughs> I think it's one of the best heard... ideas you've ever had. Thank you. Uh, you've heard us draft many times before, uh, but this time we are going super meta. And we are drafting, we are doing the HFLC draft. So anything related to high floor, low ceiling is going to be on the table here. Any segment, any joke that we've made, uh, anything like that. And I actually just remembered one that I want to add. Uh, And if you think that's a little egotistical, uh, then guess what? It's our day and we get to do what we want. It's our birthday and you can't criticize us on our birthday. That's absolutely right. Um, so we have both devised a big board here. Oh, I'm so, I'm so worried you're going to take mine that I need to Google or not Google, but search what the name of the thing is. Oh, Frank. This is, you know what? I'll leave a, it. I'll a leave peek it. behind the curtain. You, I'll, I'll you just have to ask the name you of one of our segments. I'll have to ask you what it is. I, I you'll see, you'll understand. Um, <laughs> So, Griffin, would you like to flip? Because famously, I once, I believe, tricked you into taking the first pick (laughs) so that I could have the second pick at a time that was beneficial to me. Would you like to flip a coin to decide who goes first? That seems like the most fair thing. I'm just going to use Google for it, Chris. Would you like to call heads or tails? I will call. I actually just did a Google coin flip and it was tails. So I'm going to say tails. Okay, here we go. And it is flipping. It's that classic Google coin. It is tails. I will show you there. Wow. And it that is. That is our podcaster's oath. So, Chris, you have the first overall pick in the high floor, low ceiling, high floor, low ceiling draft. <laughs> Absolutely. Griffin, I think there is a clear and obvious choice for the first overall pick. Um, it's... It's a great pick because it's a huge boon to my team. I think most of my big board was actually devised around taking things away from you. Oh, good. Um, in the true spirit of our birthday. In the true spirit of High Florida Ceiling. And so in the truest of true stealing picks from you, Griffin, I'm going to take the only thing that can be taken. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> the however many time PDC major championships. Uh <laughs> The one of the great dartsmans of our time, Phil Taylor, is joining my HFLC team. Welcome, Phil, to the squad. A big round of applause. I can't help it <laughs> for both you and Phil Taylor, Chris. Of course, uh, I. It's it was the obvious first pick. There was no other way that either one of us was going to go. He's uh, not slipping past the first round. No, our my favorite running joke that we have um, of many, but. Yes. Uh, so that I was prepared to lose Phil in the first round. He was, of course, first on my big board, but I'm still very and happy with my first I pick. Think, I think that there is a clear second pick as well, and I will see if you agree with me. We're going to have to see because I have a feeling that this could like we could go very different. We both have a lot of things yeah. on our boards. I have a feeling we could have like two totally different boards. Um, so for my second pick, 
or for my first pick, the second overall pick in the high floor, low ceiling draft, I am going to draft drafts. Uh, our drafts <laughs> yeah. are one of my favorite things that we do. We are famously the only sports podcast that does draft segments. <laughs> we came up with this. It was our idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think some of our classic episodes have been drafts, the winter sports activity draft, with Bert, which birthed Phil Taylor. Um, <laughs> we... <laughs> Disrespect to Phil Taylor's mom. Yeah. Oh, I I would never disrespect Mrs. Taylor. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to proudly clay, take drafts with my first pick in the high floor, low ceiling draft. Griffin, that was number three on my big board. Oh. I love where your head's at. Uh, a great pick. I'm torn here. I think there are a couple of good ones, but I think that the, the move is clear here. I have no choice but... Since, you know, it's a case where, like, I understand the logic of your pick. I think it's a fantastic pick. And it also puts me in a difficult position because I can't not take the, my next selection. I must add to my squad. We already added Phil Taylor, one of the great uh, dartsmen of the world. Now we have to add one of the great talkers of the world, Griffin, New York Joe oh, 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 <laughs> is going to join oh, oh. I, the my HFLC team. I can't leave him on the board, Griffin. I know you'll snap him up. New York Joe. Hey, I'm drafting here. It's about time I got a... <laughs> All right, I got I to gotta walk up to that again. I was like, I shaggy. Forget about it. I'm walking here. It's about time I got a little respect around here. Oh, um, my own. Oh, 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 Chris, you're not going to believe this Griffin. So disrespectful. <laughs> Forget about it. He didn't even, he forgot about putting <laughs> me on his me. board. He forgot about it. I did not have New York Joe on my board, Chris, but that's a great pick. Like you said, one of the all-time talkers. Um, <laughs> one of the I, most articulate men in the world. <laughs> A flawless impression. Um, that is very uh, fun. Very fun pick by you, Chris. But you've left me with a lot of options on my board here. I did there not are a have lot New of good Joe options on my board. We've done a lot of good stuff. Uh, so for our my second pick, I'm gonna have to like I took drafts in my first round pick. So now I want something that's gonna make me a little money. I sure. need some cash everyone could use some cash i think i know where you're going uh so i am going to take the high floor low ceiling screenplays yeah my second pick uh we have famously started to write a sports christmas movie we have famously started to write a sports rom-com both of which i think are going to be future box office smash hits uh, and do you remember, Griffin, the titles to those movies? Because that's what I was trying to find, was the title of our Christmas movie. The title of our Christmas movie was Switch Upon a Star, That's Chris. really strong. Uh, it is really strong. <laughs> and um, the title of our rom-com was One on One. Uh, that's also really strong. <laughs> so those are, I, I, I think those are some of our like great ideas come to life. So I'm proudly taking the screenplays with high floor, low ceiling draft pick number two. Well, Griffin, I mean, I I love the pick. I mean, so far, while it hasn't been the exact order, we have taken my top four picks with our first four selections. And so I think we're in a great spot here. 
Um, so far, I have two people on my team, whereas you have uh, a concept and then a you know a a piece of creative work. And so I think I need to add more more intangible elements like that. Uh, oh, I should I could take intangibles. Oh, um, but I don't think I will. I think I will take another one of our great segments. Uh, the probably the number one segment, other than drafts i'm going to take real or fake i can't uh, believe it stayed on the board this long to be honest chris maybe our defining value, segment a ton of value for a third round pick uh we played it i believe last week with uh that we did or no no we wait did we we did we played yeah, NFL. nfl yes we played nfl real or fake and we also re- we had a whole basically real or fake episode which demonstrates the power of real or fake you can talk about if something's real or fake you can argue about it. You can come back and see, was that real? Was that fake? It provides endless hours of content to be recycled <laughs> and reused uh, ad infinitum. So I'm so proud to have it on my team. I mean, I basically have enough for a podcast here. I have Phil Taylor. I have New York Joe. I have Real or Fake. I can just throw them a question like, hey, Joe, you think Aaron Judge is the greatest Yankee ever? And you know Joe's <laughs> going to have some thoughts on that. Oh, yeah. I, I think he New York Joe seems like he's very prone to recency bias. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> um, better than that bum Stanton. <laughs> Twenty-seven million dollars, Maron. Um, <laughs> well, Chris, I am. I've got I think two segments that I can make a full episode out of. I've got the drafts and the screenplays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm missing something that just makes it uh, a little bit more high floor low ceiling charm something that's uniquely us the screenplays the drafts of course both uniquely us but i wanted something that really drives it home uh, this is a little egotistical on my part but with my third pick i am going to take uh knocking the pop filter <laughs> <laughs> that is something that i famously do you love to call me out on. So I in here, I'll give you one right now, just for all you listeners at home. There's a good one for you. Uh, knocking the pop filter coming over to Griffin's team. I mean, a great pick. Nothing is more high floor, low ceiling than knocking the pop filter. You know, because like real or fake, we don't do real or fake every episode or maybe even every second episode. We do it a lot, but not every episode. Knocking the pop filter happens minimum once per episode. I and... took very special care to not do it this episode, <laughs> which I mean, in theory, I could do every week if I had done it up to this point, but sure. uh, I'm not going to do uh, that. I love the selection, Griffin. It really gives it that specific HFLC touch. Um, I'm in a tough spot here because I have a great pick here, but I think that given my other picks that... It's less, it makes less sense here, maybe. So I'm going to have to take, this is a tangible intangible, I will call it. It is a physical space, but maybe not one that exists in reality. I'm going to take the freezer, Griffin. Oh, a great pick, Chris. And I believe along with it, I get the Toronto Maple Leafs, the The Utah Utah Jazz. Jazz. Are the Boston Celtics in the fray? I guess not anymore. No, not anymore. Um, They're talked about. Probably the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, we, I think we. I think we put the Lakers in the freezer too. I would imagine so. Yeah, I would <laughs> hope so. Um, any football teams you want to put in the freezer? Uh, 
uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, you uh, this they're not that alluded good. to. I swear they're not that good. <laughs> they are. They're they're good. They just they lost good. a hippie Aaron Rodgers. Sure, um, Tom Brady they're looks pretty like good. A, his skeleton is out there. On they the still field. have a great defense. That they do, but uh, Lovey Smith, good coach, but yeah, they're not that good. I'm fine to put them in the freezer. Wow. Okay, also, so I guess Aaron Rodgers you're giving me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Aaron Rodgers in the freezer. is in the freezer. Okay. Yeah. Just keep you're just you're stocking my cupboard. <laughs> you're buying my groceries. Oh, um, maybe. So that is going uh, in my lineup. I'm taking the freezer where we put teams and players and other things that. Uh, we do not want to talk about until they do something exciting. I like that, Chris. Uh, one thing that isn't going the fr- in the freezer is this draft segment here. This has been a great draft so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, real, by the way, that this has been a great draft so far. Sure. Um, with my fourth You actually pick... can't say that because I own that now. Oh, damn. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I need to apply for I need to apply for explicit uh, written consent of Chris yeah, and Jane Enterprise. Me me drafting is grandfathered in for this draft. Oh. And then but from now on I won't go <laughs> I to draft see. anymore. That would be a great way for me to win the draft. Just to <laughs> yeah. take drafts first pick and then refuse to let you take anything else. Yeah. Um this is a little similar to screenplays, but Chris, you are such a cinephile uh that I think we have two some of my favorite stuff is when we talk movies, uh, both mm-hmm. our screenplays and in my fourth pick, our movie reviews. When we talk about sports movies, we've done it with Hustle. We've done it with Home Team, which you famously said, a perfect film. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really quality. Uh, those were uh, things that I had a lot of fun doing. Uh, so with my fourth pick, I'm taking movie reviews. I have that on my board as well, Griffin. I have one I have one pick that's sort of hanging on my board that I'm not going to take, but I will tell you about afterwards because I think what I need to do is I need to make a move that's really, it's going to hit you where it hurts. Oh, boy. Because I like the team that I've assembled, and now I need something that's going to, I mean, definitely enhance the podcast, but also uh, bring you down a little. Griffin, it's no secret that of the four major North American sports, hockey is the one that I probably have the least knowledge on. I need to bump up some knowledge in that regard. I need to also put a shot across your bow. So I'm going to draft with my fifth and final pick, Adam Copeland's friendship. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So... He's my what friend now, Adam pick. Copeland of the Zoopcast, a great guest on this show, gave a ton of insight on our NHL free agency episode. We definitely have to have Adam back sometime soon, and it'll be easy to get him because I happen to know that I am his friend. There you go. Uh, that's a great pick. I think you're going to be very happy with that. Adam is a great guy, uh, as our listeners know, as you know, um, mm-hmm. so... That's a great pick. I was going to do this after the draft, but this seems like a perfect time to give a shout out to all of the guests we have had yes. over our first year on High Floor, Low Ceiling. Of course, you got to start with Clem McConnell, uh, he, a great friend is, of the podcast. That is the, the third, one that was hanging on my beetle, draft board. If you will. Third, yeah. Uh, and the then third of course, Millie Vanilli. 
<laughs> that's much more appropriate. Then, of course, uh, Mitch Bannon, Connor O'Neill, mm-hmm. Liam Weber, Kyle Brickman, David Hosen Jan, Yara El Shaburi, Adam Copeland, and Colin Ashley. Uh, that shout out is to a me. great slate of guests. It is a great slate of guests. Uh, we're very grateful to all you guys for coming on the show. We can't wait to have you all back to expand our mm-hmm. roster of guests, hopefully, in the future. Um, but yeah, that's a great pick, Chris. Adam Copeland's friendship goes to you. Uh, I, you'll have to tell me how episodes of the Zoobcast are from now on. Yeah. Uh, but with my fifth and final pick, Chris, um, this is someone, someone, something who I was really hoping would fall to me in the draft, and I was pretty sure would. So I felt confident keeping it until. My fifth pick. I've got drafts. I've got screenplays. I've got knocking the pop filter. I've got movie reviews. Um, but the one thing I'm missing, I also need to make it a bit personal now that you have ratcheted that up. So with my fifth and final pick, I need something that's really going to complete my podcast who can contribute to all those things. Uh, so with my fifth and final pick, I am selecting you, Chris House and Jan. I am taking you wow. to join my podcast. I think that is personally there's nothing that you could choose to make a podcast better i know that for a fact so i'm thrilled and i was pretty confident you wouldn't pick yourself (laughs) i did think that you might be about to pick yourself before you picked (laughs) knocking the pop filter um well that basically is myself (laughs) that's yeah it's like 30 percent of what you provide um (laughs) griffin i'm deeply touched uh, there's no one. Well, I guess I do have two other podcasts, but you're yeah. in the top three. As That's I all tell I aim you, for. Is, among people that I would want to do a podcast with, there's certainly no one I would rather do high floor, low ceiling with. Aww. It wouldn't be the show without you. And I mean, here's to a wonderful year. It really has been a great year. Uh, do you want to? Why don't we recap all mm-hmm. of our teams here, and then we can send them home. Yep. Yeah, so my squad. So basically, wait, we're actually a little under time. Perfect. Stretch, vamp. <laughs> we promised a mega episode for our birthday. And so, with my <laughs> first day, um, I have two excellent, I guess, co-hosts. And I guess now, by implication, if you picked me, that means you are not. <laughs> I can't just have you for free. That wouldn't be fair. Um, and so. But you that do means- have. Yeah, that means co-hosts. I'm co I'm co-hosting the podcast with Phil Taylor and New York Joe. I don't think you are Joe. co-hosting your podcast. You're on my podcast. It's true. I might it's be producing. Just Phil Taylor and New York Joe. <laughs> I'm producing for Phil and Joe. Um, I'm booking their guest, which is going to be Adam Copeland. Now that I have his friendship, and the two segments uh, that we're going to be talking about are real or fake, and we're going to put somebody in the freezer. That is my HFLC episode that I've drafted. That is a great draft there for me, myself, Chris. Uh, we, I, of course, drafted drafts with my first overall pick. Uh, a great pick. Thank you. Um, we are also going to be writing a screenplay segment. Uh, we're going to be reviewing movies. I'm going to be knocking the pop filter. And, of course, we're going to be doing it all together because I drafted you uh, fifth overall, which I felt was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> 10th overall true yeah 10th overall because let's be real it's the segments that make the show fly you and i absolutely anyone could do these segments you know what griffin i'm just putting all mine in the garbage because it's not hflc if it's not the two of us together so 
You are for the winner of this draft. <laughs> Truly. Um, you are the winner of this draft. Congratulations. Uh, and congratulations to us on a year of HFLC. And as you said at the top, Griffin, thank you to our wonderful listeners for laughing with us, crying with us, uh, and just enjoying, especially those like Victoria, who you mentioned at the top of the episode, who are not major sports fans. That's uh, very true. If you are a listener who is not a sports fan, like my mom also is an example, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> and just enjoy uh, hearing our voices, then thank you all the more. Yeah, Sarah falls into that category as well. Uh, my girlfriend there, not a sports fan, but a big Chris fan, as we have established. So yeah, I think that's going to do it for our first birthday here. Uh, we've gotten all the sappy stuff out of the way. Uh, there is sappy stuff all over my microphone, though. It's disgusting. <laughs> you got you can't go around rubbing those trees. No, in in real life, like I'm a pretty like I I don't mind being a sappy person, but in real life, sap is the worst substance. Like pine. So I was a summer camp kid. Gets on one sock, like oh, ruins your life. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh. Please remember to rate, review, give us a like, give us five stars. Go on Spotify, Mom. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening, go to the home screen on your phone. Go to the app drawer. Find Spotify. Find the podcast. Give it five stars. Um, HFLC podcast on Twitter. I think I said that already. Um, you can follow Griffin at GriffinPorter97 on Twitter. You can follow me at CHouseandGin on Twitter. Listen to got the runs listen to bevy of bevies which is returning soon for its fall season fall season uh, are we getting some uh maybe some fall themed gourds that's just something i'm throwing out there a beverage related to those i think you might be happy griffin oh i think you might be pleased um listen yeah. to york university football with griffin on the call um anything else uh, no, I believe that is everything. Yeah, thank you guys once again. I know Chris said it. I know we've said it a couple times, but it really does mean a lot to us that you come in, you listen with us every week. Uh, there's a lot of great podcasts out there, so the fact that you devote an hour to us is, uh, it, it means a lot, and we're very grateful. Ab I'm Ab very grateful. I'm very grateful as well. <laughs> I, I just didn't want to speak for you. Uh, <laughs> sure. Um, but until next week, because it's not the end. This is just the beginning of a, a brand new chapter of HFLC. It really is. Yeah, it, I, it does sort of feel like it's the end. It's not the end. I feel like I should. Yeah, should we just clarify that? There's going to be many more birthdays to come, baby. We'll be back Absolutely. next week. But until that next week, I beg of you to keep your floors high and your ceilings low. Oh.